Unexpected Responses to My Criticism of Feckless Yard Sign Campaign Something unexpected happened following the posting on Illinois Family Institute's Facebook page of my article on the divisive hate-has-no-home-here yard signs. Well, actually, two unexpected and related things happened. One of the things is the Chicago Tribune's restaurant critic, Phil Vitale, left a response. Here's his piquant comment about my article, and I quote, This is bullshit, end quote. I replied, Such an inarticulate, perhaps even hateful response from a Chicago Tribune writer. Surprise, surprise. Another commenter joined the conversation saying, So prove her wrong, Phil, bet you can't. Vital kinda sorta took her up on the challenge, saying this, Imagine the level of inarticulate hate, hat tip Lori Higgins, one must have to take issue with hate has no home here, end quote. I'm not sure in what specific or even general ways my article was inarticulate, unless Vitell has redefined inarticulate in the same way progressives have redefined hate to mean the expression of ideas with which they disagree. Nor do I know what I said that would constitute hate. Maybe he meant that I hate the yard signs because of what they connote, in which case he's still off the mark. I don't hate, that is, detest the yard signs, I object to them. I don't like them. I think they're divisive and counterproductive. I think they foment hatred under the guise of hippy-dippy kumbaya sloganeering. And this brings me to the other interesting thing that happened yesterday. The press contact person for the Hate Has No Home Here project, a very nice woman named Carmen Rodriguez, called to discuss my article. She initially demanded to know what evidence I had for my claim that the yard signs have anything to do with Trump, Trump supporters, or conservative beliefs on immigration or the LGBTQ ideology. I pointed to the evidence I provided in my article, which is another article from a different source that clearly links the signs to the election of Trump and the false allegation of bisexual North Park University student Taylor Volk that she received hateful anti-gay messages from a Trump supporter. While acknowledging that the article I cited did indeed make the link, she said that the article was in error. I asked her if she had called the reporter of the original article to correct her, to which Rodriguez responded with silence. To prove that the yard signs had nothing at all to do with the Volk hoax, Trump, Trump supporters, or conservative beliefs, Rodriguez pointed to prior neighborhood campaigns, specifically mentioning a Ribbons for Peace initiative. When I asked what prompted this campaign, Rodriguez faltered, saying she couldn't exactly recall, but it had something to do with someone in the neighborhood hearing some nationalistic talk. Hmm... If I'm not mistaken, that's the kind of thing you hear from progressives who deem all expressions of love for America as hateful nationalistic rhetoric. Rodriguez also acknowledged that even prior to my article, her neighborhood organization had received criticism and complaints, and the complaints they received were from, you guessed it, conservatives. That should tell her that I'm not alone in perceiving the signs as directed at conservatives and conservative beliefs. And those perceptions are the direct result of the decades-long, slanderous, and effective campaign by progressives to label conservatives haters and conservative beliefs hate speech. 
Rodriguez even tried to convince me that she's not really progressive. But her Facebook photos from a January 2017 March seem to tell a different story. One says, Donald, you ignorant slut. Another says, how many women does it take to crush a Cheeto? Another, my choice. And another, feminism is the radical notion that women are people. Hashtag not my president. Hmm, my astute powers of deduction lead me to believe she may be a dyed-in-the-wool progressive. So, once more for the dull of reading. All decent people oppose hatred, and yes, conservatives are decent people. Saying, hate has no home here, is a trite slogan stating the obvious. So why make the yard signs, and why litter one's lawn with them? Clearly, something prompted the creation and dissemination of the signs. The answer can be found not only in the eager gullibility of those who bought Taylor Volk's hoax, which was the proximate cause of the signs, but also in the relentless epithet hurling of progressives over the past 30 years or so, whenever someone expresses an ontological or moral proposition or political view with which progressives disagree, they shriek, hater. It doesn't matter to progressives whether the person expressing the forbidden view actually hates people. All that matters to progressives is silencing them through invective. The consequence is that the words hate and hater now have denotations and connotations. And everyone knows the connotations. Conservatives well understand that when the word hate appears, it's likely directed at them. And that's why these yard signs are divisive. If the creators intended for these signs to eradicate hatred, they should not have employed politicized language imbued with associations progressives have created. To be clear, the reason so many conservatives object to these signs is not that hate lives in their homes or their hearts. The reason they object to these signs is that they know it is their ontological, moral, theological, and political views that are deemed hateful and which are being tacitly targeted in these signs. I truly believe Carmen Rodriguez. I believe she wants to promote dialogue and comity between people of diverse beliefs. I believe she wants to find a way for those who disagree to live peaceably together. But as I told her, these yard signs will not achieve her goal.